Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com.
And we are live radio. Damn it. <laughs> hey, you are listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. And we bring you the best of independent music from Brooklyn and beyond to the world every Monday night, 8 o'clock here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We open the show with Metallic Kiss by our guest this evening in the studio, Opian Inc., and I'm joined in the studio by Sarah and William. Uh, oh, not the first time. Not the first time. Close. I hope. It, I hope it's the time. last time. Actually, every time I go to Starbucks, I say William because I say Wilma and they put William on the cup, so I say William. <laughs> so that's her Starbucks Wilma name from, <laughs> from the band. Yeah, and the next EP is going to be called Starbucks Coffee or something like that. William. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you're going to take that off. Yeah, I just we're, I we're, couldn't hear my. Now I can hear. Okay, we're talking. We're talking about the mic cover. She's of very people. specific. I'm very specific with my mic. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. And we followed it with a band out of Detroit, brand new release uh, by Dead in Five. Their song "Devil White Devil." Uh, their new album, "Automatic Death Machine," is going to be out in January 2019. Dana, their bass player, mm-hmm. would go really well with the two of you. I'm not kicking you out of the band, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> as Sarah's the bassist <laughs> for Opium Inc. Uh, but with her love of heavier music and her tattoos, I think she would go perfectly with oh, you guys. Nice. If you ever play a show together, because those are my little I dreams, know, right? Sure. I, bands I play idea. on the playlist for the show, I hope one day maybe would be able to play a show together. Together, no, that, would be, that would be a great would be idea. Awesome. Good idea. Speaking of shows, we are going to be talking about show at Arlene's Groceries, November 15th. With Ragtag and Either More, it's brought to you by CEG Presents. We are going to be giving away two tickets later in the show where somebody will have to call in and answer an oh-so-difficult trivia question. Uh, we won't make it about the road an hour, that's, that's for sure. We'll make it uh, about our guest in the studio this evening. So, welcome. Thank you very much Thank for, you, for coming. Thank you, Matt. Um, and congratulations, Matt. On 200. 200. Yeah. I know. Woo! love it <laughs> uh, yeah it's uh i'm not sure how but i will say it's a it's a testament to the fact of there's so much good music here in brooklyn and uh the other part that keeps me coming back week after week is that there's so many good people involved in the music community nice. um, totally. that that if people weren't good people i don't think i would continue the show but people like yourselves make music that i like and so i like spending time with people who make something i like and then i want to share that with other people so hopefully they will like it as well sweet so thank we'll, you so much we'll for the keep, support we'll keep our fingers crossed that it continues to go i, I i'm pretty much guaranteeing i'm not going to get the 400 who knows who knows? You never know uh, <laughs> i never thought i'd get to 200 <laughs> to, to go from there so one of the one of the things that i really am attracted to about your music is that you've got this like really big expansive sound that i think whether we're going to see you at Arlene's Groceries, which I think then your sound is just going to like whoom, fill every inch. <laughs> a wall of sound. <laughs> yes. <Wilma's> nodding, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like a like, big 50 foot wave. <laughs> like that will fill every square inch of, of, of that room. But then I also sort of like listening to it and imagining it that you guys could do it really sort of stripped down as well. Yeah. No, and it we starts can. very stripped That's how we down. Write. That's how we write it. And then it just turns into, you know, something bigger mm-hmm. as we go. Um, so you're saying that you're, you're starting it like it just is acoustic, not with the big drum kit. Uh, no, I start with the acoustic kit. Um, but Sarah's on her bass. And yeah. Just bass, vocals, and drums. That's how we start. Exactly. And then we build it up. Now, you are the first people 
that I've ever sort of had as guests who will sort of say, we're like the band and then mm-hmm. we're bringing in guest guitarists and other people. Exactly. We're the first band to tell you that. Yeah. It's happening a lot more often. I'm seeing that a lot of other bands are like there's one or two that are core of the band and then they bring in guests. I'm surprised that uh, we're the first that you've heard of. Interesting. I, I, I guess I just don't run in the right circles. No, it's just I think it's uh, becoming more and more diverse. There's no set standard for a band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, me and Wilma writing the songs and then when it comes time to actually perform them, we look for different, you know, guitarists that can fit the bill. And uh, that's we've the had fun some of it great too. luck so far. So, right. So um, a couple questions from that. Um, I'll, I'll go back with like, what were each of you looking for in a collaborator when you just sort of decided to set up the project in this manner? <laughs> Number well, one, we, no we drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't be crazy. <laughs> no crazy. Okay. No crazies allowed. Um, but yeah, we really, I guess when we started writing together, we didn't really think about that part of it. We just kind of did everything on bass and drums and, you know, knew that would come down the road, but start to finish, we kind of just did everything just with bass guitar. We just had the right chemistry as well. You know, we had the same influences and we got on great and it was just, it was just easy. So it, it, it wasn't as if you both made a conscious decision to say, you know, here's how we're going to go forward with the project. It just sort of started happening organically. And exactly. you're like, you know, exactly. we're, we're yeah. developing the songs really yeah. well, yeah. working together. We tried out a couple of people to join the band and it just didn't work. The chemistry wasn't right and it killed what we we, we had going on. So we just thought, let's just keep it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we just do. did what we were doing and we're like, you know, eventually when it comes time to play a show and we have enough songs ready, we'll kind of um, cross that bridge when we get to it. And that's kind of how we did it. Mm-hmm. Now, as as artists, then uh, and then on the other side for fans, that to me would seem to make it very exciting for the two of you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. your songs, even to yourselves, are not going to be stale. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And that it's it's as if you're rewriting them every time. Is, is that fair well, to say? Well, we give the guitarists some creative freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, they learn the songs, but they can put their own little spin on it. And that's that's where you're coming from. Yeah, it's, right. it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let, and let's um, give an example of that in our next little bit of, of music that we're, that we're going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, because the original version that I heard and that we've played on, a, on previous shows of Porcelain Doll is very different oh, yeah. Than, yeah. than what you have now. And so I'd kind of like to sort of try and explore that because I'm, I'm really sort of fascinated by the fact that you sort of you know like given birth to this thing and then you're mm-hmm. but you're not like just hanging on to it you're saying okay we're gonna let this go out into the world and yeah so did changes. you hear the first one with joel that's the one that he was playing well or? we felt like that we can come back to it later we wanted to which have you heard yeah, I'm trying to think which one you're talking uh, of about. Course, of course, one doll. <laughs> tell, the tell. very original one. The okay, original. so the broken down. Like so before, we did a lot of the electronic stuff in mm-hmm. it. So yeah, yeah we uh, felt like the second one, the heavier industrial version, was the one that felt. It more- was like more what we were going for in the first place, and so we just had a different producer work with it and put his spin on it, and we so, really liked it a lot better. Okay, so so let's hear that, and and yeah. let's remind people that if they want to call in. Mm-hmm. And uh, pick up a couple of free tickets to the show on November 15th at Arlene's Groceries. That we can definitely do that. The number is 718 928 9732. 
So you are listening. Call to Ro- in and talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah. <laughs> you are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is our guest this evening, Opium Inc.
are listening to The Road Now on Radio Free Brooklyn, and I'm hoping that we're going to have a winner on the phone. Hey, how are you? Hello, person who called. Did they hang up? I'm bummed. Did they hang up? Okay, call back. We're waiting for you. (laughs) (laughs) We are waiting for you to be able to give away tickets um, to the show on November 15th. Okay, that's no problem. Maybe they were expecting us to like answer right away, but we can't do that with our yeah, with our technology. That's so yeah, maybe they were thought we were horrible people or something like no, that. Now they and, know the rules. <laughs> they know the rules. The rules control the fun. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. They're calling. Hey, how are you? This is Matt. Hi, Matt. How huh? are you? I'm good. Yay. Good. Okay. Hi. Well, hey. Is that Lori? Oh, oh, sorry. I just took you off. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Lori. Hi, Lori. Thank you for calling in. What are you Hi, doing? what's going on? What are you guys up to? We're just here. Just doing a little just interview. Just hanging out. We're getting our nails done. <laughs> Manicure, pedicure, all <laughs> nine years, maybe a facial. Massage. Exactly. <laughs> I, I need to start getting ready for the 15th. Oh, very nice. Yeah, okay. The big show is next uh, Thursday, the 15th. At Arlene's Grocery, yeah. And have you ever been to Arlene's Groceries? I hope the answer is yes. I of course I have. Okay, I've good. Seen my friend, Jeff, <laughs> who's sitting next to you. <laughs> okay, so how tough do you want the um, trivia question to be? Because like we have to sort of make it some type of contest. Oh no! Yeah, Are so you're you're calling like, into the trivia. Mm-hmm. Music. Okay, so Are we talking about like like. Um, the election tomorrow. No, 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 no. They both okay. told me we're going to stay well away from from that sort of nonsense. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so so we we, like, eh. we we just heard porcelain doll, and then do you know whose remix it is? Okay, now you're asking some good questions. <clears throat> Hold on one second. I'm just watching the the Queen Freddie Mercury show right now so <laughs> i have a friend who is they're asking music questions we, we have to make it skill test see we have we have to make it skill testing to make it legal because <laughs> you know then we're just not breaking the law or anything like that i think it was sarah <laughs> <laughs> wait i did the remix <laughs> <laughs> okay right, okay very, wait very wait he, here's he, here's our our Tougher question. How many people are in the core group of Opium Inc.? Two. Yes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, fantastic. Here's I'm going to get your information um, from Sarah because she obviously has it. Um, and we are going to get you uh, a plus one on the guest list, a pair of tickets to go see the band on November 15th at Arlene's Groceries with who, who else is playing? Ragtag. Ragtag and either more. And either more. Can I be so bold to ask for backstage passes? <laughs> you got it. You definitely got that, Lori. Are you a groupie or a band-aid? Yeah, you got to I want to be backstage. <laughs> Are you going to be a groupie or a band-aid? <laughs> I'm going to be a band-aid. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and a groupie. Okay. Whatever you need. Okay. You got it. Just su- support. So thanks very much. Absolutely, Matt. Thank you. Thanks, Lori. Bye, Lori. Okay. Bye. Bye. Awesome. Awesome. 
Okay, she's so, great. <laughs> so so let's let's talk about that. Not not the contest. Yay, we had a winner. Um, but uh, how you went through that process from the original song that was created mm-hmm. to now what you're saying is more of your your sound. Mm-hmm. Um, because you had this idea mm-hmm. and it was originally recorded and you went like that's that's n- kind of there but not there and then you you fell in you found Lee Groves or he found you and you went yes mm-hmm. yeah we just i mean the original version was more just like broken down um we we wrote it on bass i mean on bass guitar and drums and uh guitars and then it just wasn't sounding what we wanted we wanted more to it we wanted more electronics more like an industrial vibe and we knew you know lee could do that so he remixed it and we loved it for for those people who may not know who lee is can you give people a bit of a background or as british producer lee groves okay he's um actually he lives in brooklyn he uh is from britain originally he's lived in australia um, he's been over here, lived here. Well, he's been living here for about five years. Lived in Nashville for a year. He's mm-hmm. come back and now he's living in Brooklyn. Saw the light and came back. Yeah, and he's yeah. worked with a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. So he's great. And then how did you end up crossing paths? Then? I knew Lee from my last band. Mm-hmm. Okay. He uh, produced produced both. He produced the last EP in my last band. Yep. And got on great. Have been friends ever since. And yeah. Okay. Um, so So then... That obviously then with just the two of you made it easier to sort of like not have so, so much of that drama involved of like fighting about where the direction of the band mm-hmm. is, yeah, is, is going to go. And we're usually right on the same page. I mean, that's what drew us together in the first place. We have all the same like musical influences. And so it was kind of like we both wanted that direction. So it was really cool how it worked out. And I think as a new band too, you the more you write, and the more you work together, you, you, you kind of just, like you said, organically starts to come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so now the big question for me is, what about touring outside of the city? Mm-hmm. How is that going to work? How is that going to sort of be able to come about? Well, that, that, I, That's sort of just yeah. getting some hired guns and sort of saying, okay, we're going to exactly. do this for two weeks. That'll be totally yeah. what we do. Um, we grab some friends of ours yeah. <laughs> that are great guitarists. <laughs> like Julia Arias, who plays with Candiria. And Sergio Artiga, who plays with the Dives. Yeah, those um, so far have been the guys that have been they're playing our with us. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if they're not touring, then if they can come with us, then yeah, we'll take them along. And I mean, worst case, we I mean, we could always see if we could ever do this as a duo. It would take um, some different equipment, but we, you know, it's also something we've thought about. Mm. And so and taking some different equipment because then you're obviously you're using more. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> 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 to make that sound a little bigger with just the two of us but um live right, player with with the backing exactly we do have backing tracks right now of the electronics and synthesizers which you'll come to the show so, you'll see. yeah i will yes i will Great. i will um I, I enjoy going to, to arlene's grocery Great. it's good right it's a it's a nice venue it's legendary it's comfortable it's it sounds pretty good yeah yes. it sounds pretty you can good rely on good and, sound. and and i i don't mean to say this uh like facetiously but i'm expecting there to be it to be kind of foggy inside on the 15th right because to, to me i would just sort of feel that like some of their because their fog machine would sort of help enhance your sound Trying to think, did they? I don't even know if they used it the last time. I think. Oh, really? If we requested we, it, they probably will. There was but. a lot of yeah. 
There's a lot of red lights. We did There's request a lot of lights. That. A lot of lights. But we don't have our own like lighting guy coming yeah. with us. If we yes. had like that's eventually, yes. you know, for our live show, we want to enhance it um, and do things like that. And, and see, see again, I'm glad you were sort of saying that because that's what I sort what of you in, would expect. In, in, well, it is what I would expect. Yeah. And, and uh, I tend to do some of that. And I, I don't I, I'm sure you do that as well as people who listen to music. Try and think of the music being performed live and what mm-hmm. that is going to be be like, like the visual aspects yeah right yeah. and and for uh, you know i get that with your music when i when i listen to it i mm-hmm. I, I sort of imagine there being sort of a, a little bit more sort of stage show stage presence with with lights and sort of uh, effects because that, that's what i feel like it's just got that big expansive sound and yeah we're totally on that same page <laughs> we've definitely talked yeah. about it and it's just something that for next year we're looking into yeah, and trying to make it better expand yeah yeah of but right course. now we're kind of relying on the the club you know to kind of do their thing with it mm-hmm. which which then yeah. makes it somewhat selective in terms of where you're going to go exactly okay now so the the ep is available on spotify yeah spotify right? apple music itunes all like all over the place digital distribution yeah services yes <laughs> and then so i i don't mean to sort of you know hurry the process but then where are you looking at in terms of trying to do a, a follow-up in terms of something coming out yeah late, so late. we're working on it now right now that um we're looking at january 9th yeah. for the next release yeah beginning of january announced that, so now it has to be that <laughs> um yeah, January so ins- 9th. Instead of like a full album, we kind of just did the EP and now we're releasing singles, singles like we every three, four months. Right so, and you know, another EP will definitely come next year at some point. But right now there's two singles. Yeah, we just kind of like releasing a single every now and then. That's kind of what a lot of bands are doing right now. Whenever the moment strikes you. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing a lot of bands doing that nowadays where it's like they don't even do singles. the album, a lot more just single releases, which is really cool. I think it depends on, too, like if you have a collection of songs that you feel like need to be together, yeah. mm-hmm. then you release them on your own. Exactly. EP. We've got two more singles because they're singles. And then we're working on, we've got a bunch of songs right now we're working on. So maybe they'll group together. You know, they kind of get that feel. So. Yeah, for like maybe next year. Definitely. Okay. Let's, uh, let's hear. Lucky 13. Okay. I'm um, going to follow it with a band that I saw yesterday, of all things, um, down, at, down at Rockwood playing in the middle of the afternoon. And uh, they're actually playing, well, I know we're not going to talk about the election, uh, but they are actually <laughs> playing tomorrow night uh, as well. It's uh, an evening of live music from Dusseldorf and New York. Um, and it is uh, Stefan Curtin, 12 Guitars, Dirt Bikes, who we're going to hear from Salvador Dali's Garden Party. Um, and it's down in Dumbo at Shadow Play. So um, at three o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, after I did not run the marathon, um, <laughs> which was right outside my window and woke me up on Sunday after I was out really late. <laughs> Could you guys just go around the block, please? The one just... night I was out really late recently, and I got woken up by that. <laughs> All right, let's hear "Lucky 13 by our guest this evening. You are listening to the Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
the Steam Roller by Dirt Bikes, who are going to be playing tomorrow night down in Dumbo uh, after the election results or while the election results are going on. Hi, who's with us? Hey, it's Selena. How's it going? Good, hey, Selena. Selena. How are you? So, Hello. Well, <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just going to turn you down a little bit. I'm, I'm guessing that's probably not the first time that you've been told that in your life. No. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now, okay. So this is not a trivia question, right? But okay. w- why are you excited to go see Opium Inc. at Arlene's Grocery on the fifteenth? I mean, to be these girls are amazing. Um, they are definitely like I think they kind of give off like a, a really sexy, grungy persona, which you know, there's really not too much of that out right now, and it's it's, it's powerful it's sexy i mean they're amazing you are sexy thank you thank yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> so 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 here's a I, it, it's interesting I, I i will say this i'm not trying to turn this back to myself but you talked on uh, touched on a really great point i think uh, by saying their combination of being sexy and grunge and that's not really sort of out there the grit glitter and or grit grunge glam mm-hmm. um yes but so my first guest was uh, ever was this band called Pink Flag, who are out of North Carolina. So now we're at 200 uh, and they were three women. Um, and now we're at 200 and we have two women in, in the studio. Aww. So I'm glad my wife is so trusting. And, um, but <laughs> I, 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 I've really sort of thought and like I say, Selena, you kind of uh, touched on it again that like I, I think to really sort of get new sounds that music needs to draw in more women because absolutely. It, to allow the music and allow rock and roll to grow and go in different directions. Uh, Cause for so long, I think it was just so male dominated and now, but you bring a different like fresh approach to it as you're doing right now. And I think it's really Absolutely. fantastic. Right. Thank you. Absolutely. And Selena, by the way, is an amazing makeup artist. She's done our makeup uh-huh. for a lot of our photos and she's, is yeah, she's really rad. And, yep. We love yeah. you. So did, I love you ladies, too. You ladies are, like, bad. I don't know if I can say uh, the ASS word, but You're you guys are bad. You're allowed to swear on the air. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are badasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so great. So highly recommended by Selena. Get, get out to Arlene's Grocery on the 15th, correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay, good. We will look forward to seeing you then. I right, see you there. Okay. I'll be there. Yay! Ciao. Woo! Um, so I, I do feel that I, I think, and, and again, she's touched on it greatly by sort of saying like, you've got this combination, um, that is not necessarily manufactured, but you're bringing these different influences. And I think from looking at your influences as bands, you, you were sort of influenced by a lot of sort of male dominated bands, but you're able to bring those two different things together. Like she's saying, sort of going like being sexy and we're going to do grungy and bring that together and make our own sound completely yeah, yeah definitely some females so um blondie yeah blondie garbage, garbage. Which is my favorite band and also when i was younger no doubt when they first no started doubt, i was listening to yeah, them no so doubt. i looked up to gwen a little bit but, you know certainly age. nine inch nails but yeah we love <laughs> nails and a lot a of perfect rock. circle so, depeche mode system machine gun <laughs> I, I i'm not sure maybe um i 
in my old age. But w- what was the impetus that drew you together to sort of say, hey, we're going to form a band? Because you weren't in, a, in yeah, we bands were together. Yeah, we were in different bands. Right. Um, I was in a band with my brother for a long time called Die Pretty. Um, Wilma was in the Toxic Femmes. And I kind of had a break from that band and I wasn't doing music as much with them. It was kind of looking to start something new. And I looked on Craigslist. I actually put out an ad, really? surprisingly. I was going to and... give him the purple passion story. The fetish store. We met at a fetish we met store. At a we fetish both store. reached called Purple Passion. We both reached for the thigh high, long black leather boots, six inch heels. But we actually, it was Craigslist. Uh, how can, the heck can you drum in those? Uh, but just yeah. seeing like Wilma's influences, um, we had the same exact influences. She had a cool look. Um, so we we met at a bar. And a lot common, yeah. Yeah, we just really clicked right away. So it was pretty awesome And to the find good thing somebody. is when we started writing, it clicked. Yeah. That's what's completely really too, you know. So. And, and it was fun. Really fun. So... Please tell me then what what it's like, like writing things from the bass perspective. Because again, that I I find that that's a different. Because normally, mm-hmm. I think most bands create around a guitar part, right? Yeah. So um, it's just like playing a guitar, but it's not a chord. <laughs> um, it's just like one note, but I'm you know coming up with a melody, melody. from the bass yeah. instead of a guitar. It's kind of so, how you've always written. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I just. Come up with something on my base, and it builds from there. And now, how much are you guys practicing? Uh, we get usually once week. a week. Every okay, week. yeah, and then you know, yeah, separately as well. But yeah, together, we get together at least once a week, whether it's practice or meetings. On top of that, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and then, out. and then when you before you went into the the studio to do the recording, mm-hmm. like how would you sort of like mapped out some of the stuff for the for the EP based on your previous experiences? Like, uh, what songs do we pick? Yeah, how like, uh, how did you sort of, you know, come together with the songs that you wanted to do? Or, mm-hmm. like, just that idea of, like, okay, we've we've written these, we've sort of done some performing, but, you know, where did you finally decide, like, let's put these down, let's get the EP, let's start taking this yeah. serious? We, or, or yeah. if you don't mind, like, was it always when that first time you got together, we were like, we are going to take this serious, which would go to, you said you were always on the same page. Yeah, we we really had the same goal, you know. Yeah, we both we wanted, wanted to, to be in a band. And wanted be in a band and just keep writing and performing. And uh, we just had a great little group of songs. Every week we almost came up with like a new song every every week we got together. So we picked we our favorites it down. that kind of went together and then yeah. put those together out. Um, and like I said, right now too, we've been writing a lot just all of a sudden again mm-hmm. so i guess we just jump on that wave when it happens and write it out when we first got together i had just had a breakup too so that really helped fuel the fire <laughs> for like a lot of songs <laughs> why does it work that way right i don't know but the creative just, process really comes out. out at that time <laughs> yes Yes. The phoenix rises <laughs> from the darkness. But now it's a lot about the dating scene and, you know, now I've been single for a couple of years and <laughs> all the weirdos out there. Oh, uh, do we have enough time in the, left in the show to be able to cover that? All those all those weirdos out there? No, probably, probably not, probably right? Probably not. Um, yeah, because I, I thought it's funny that you mentioned that because I certainly have got some of that out of Metallic 
Kiss. Um, and Lucky 13 seems to be um, a very, I don't know, what's the word uh, I'm looking for? Uh, sort of, I don't know, pro-feminist, like I'm the one who's in charge of this yes, relationship. It really, yeah, but really, it's about a high-stakes poker game. If you really listen. <laughs> okay. That's another great idea for it. But yeah. <laughs> Because so many songs are out there, guys have written like players who have all these girls they can call every night of the week. So yeah. it's kind of like, no, a girl can do this too. So it's about how she and has like poker. 13 guys and, 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 any and win at poker. <laughs> yes. That she can call. And yeah, she's in charge. Yeah. And, and, and so <laughs> in, in some ways, like that's what I think, like in the sense, like some rock and roll needs to have that flip. Mm-hmm. To introduce new ideas and to introduce that into it, so we can—I don't know—I just sort of say keep it going forward because there have been all those songs like, yeah, I'm a—I've got those, yeah, whatever, thirteen dates, and you're going to be the fourteenth or exactly. Um, but now, when you're saying it, it takes on a little different spin. Yeah, because they wouldn't expect it to come from a female. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they wouldn't want it to come. From they wouldn't. <laughs> So, without you mentioned this at the beginning, without going sort of into too much detail, um, like how do you keep then that drama out of a band so that you can continue to move forward and continue to be productive? Is communication the, just the biggest key that yeah, people don't get? Yes. It really is. Like um, we just are totally drama free. Like just in general, we have really laid back personalities and really vibe well. Yeah, she. Um, you know, she, we tell each other just be honest. Like if you yeah. don't like something, just say it, and we move on. It's that simple. Yeah, and it's really easy to yeah. to say if I don't like something, Wilma doesn't she tells me. Uh, we I don't get, get offended. Get we just we just we we want to serve the song, you know, like whatever's going to work the best for the song. So we don't yeah don't take anything too personally. Mm-hmm. And, and because I I think sometimes that uh, first bands don't really work out for that for people because people don't understand that that lesson. It's like mm-hmm. no, I'm just going to write a song and then we'll play it and. Mm-hmm. And then everybody in the band will love it. You're like, no. Yeah, they're like pissed off if somebody's (laughs) like, oh, we got to change this or, you know, if they give their ideas. But no, we don't feel like that. Yeah, you know, you learn. You You definitely do. As you go. And then you're just going to be like, okay, we're going to get that out of the way. Mm -hmm. And we're we're not going to do it. So what's next then after the 15th of November? So we're going to have a little break. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And like I said, we have two singles in the works that we want to release. I've already said January 9th, so we're going to aim for that. Um, and then another one a couple so, months later. So you've totally. backed yourself into that corner <laughs> yeah, about January 9th. Okay. Wilma actually um, has a music video coming out with another band as well in January. Oh, so that'll be super cool at the end of the month. So, so. so l- let's give people the details uh, one more time. So it's November 15th, Arlene's Grocery yes. with Ragtag. And either more. And either more. It's being put on by CEG Presents. Mm-hmm. You can get tickets ahead of right. time. You can get them ahead of time. Yep. Or you can risk it. Um, and <laughs> get may them, sell out. And, and get them we'll at, try to at get the you door. <laughs> <laughs> but but it but it's fun um, because you have the whole night. You This is a bill that you've put together, mm-hmm. which I think is always a better show to go to than just individual bands playing. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think it guarantees a, a better night of music because mm-hmm. everybody's there to sort of, whatever, serve the show. Yes. Right. Actually, we're going to put you on the guest list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the guy opening in Ragtag, um, he's one of my friends, Rob. So he's actually doing the show with us. Okay, cool. So good thing we didn't, he didn't call in for free tickets. <laughs> Dude, you can't do yeah. that. <laughs> You're in it. <laughs> You're already there. You don't need to do that. So. 
Um, and then getting your music, picking your music up is going to Spotify. Yep, Spotify. Uh, um, and follow on Spotify. Very yeah. important. Apple Music, iTunes. Where do you listen to your music? Where do you, do you download or do you stream? Uh, I download. You download, okay. Because um, I, I like to permanently have the music I if do. I can. I do too. See, I and I'm the opposite. I pay the 10 bucks a month like to stream. do Spotify and just like stream it all. So it's available, yeah, wherever you want it. Stream, download. Well, I, I think it's funny. We had a community, the radio station had a community meeting on Sunday and we sort of had that discussion uh-huh. about what is the best way to do things so that we can make sure the artists who are here are going to get paid. Um, and so buy it on iTunes then because I will get the most money. <laughs> or, <laughs> or like CD Baby, I think, as well. Right. Cause but it, if you stream it, we're not going to get much. Right. But And we won't get offended either. We won't just get offended. To it. Just <laughs> exactly. Listen. Just listen to it. <laughs> All right, so so or let's not. or not. <laughs> let's play ourselves out of here with uh, before you go, uh, and then Ooh, one of our favorites, and then okay, good, yeah. and then we're going to follow it with a track from my very first guest, Pink Flag, okay. um, and uh, they are they were um, a queer core band out of North Carolina, um, and it's their. I'm so glad they were my first guests. Um, because we had great talk about feminism. Yep. And if you listen to the song 369, um, everybody can absolutely relate to the anguish that the person in the song is going through. It's regardless of gender or whatever. And that's what I think is mm-hmm. so wonderful about uh, the music. Nice. And then, so, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. We're, we're gonna have we're gonna have a few cocktails here in the brief moment that we have left, and then you can uh, stay tuned for everybody plays the fool with Shane, uh, who's going to bring you a mix of trivia and a theme for the evening, and we will see you all on November fifteenth at Arlene's Grocery. So, you've been listening to the Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Opium Inc.